Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Ah, oh, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Tuco Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the WrestleCast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy Tuco, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the I tried to uh, unmute us and I muted the song and got really confused and it threw my whole intro off. Cause uh, I, had I was grooving. Yeah, I was like, I, I thought I was on my mic and then your mic and I was on the, the play button and then it just turned the thing off with four seconds left. I was like, oh no, shit. <laughs> I, I was ready to get down and be like, ladies and gentlemen, 
WrestleCast Radio is back tonight to the road with our WrestleMania week preview. And I cannot yep. wait to get into it tonight, Alex, to talk to you about the ramifications about the main event from night one. Can you believe they're going to give us Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley? And then I was going to see what your reaction was going to be. In 2016? <laughs> at, at Impact, right? And then at Bound for Glory. And then we get to watch The Miz and Morrison take on Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Because you Morrison know what's insane? So they made it a tag match again. Is I was, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm tweeting. Um, no, you know what's insane is I was looking at the night one uh, lineup. You pretty much just said it, said it all. And I was like, wow, this is almost as painful as watching an episode of Monday Night like Cesaro and Rollins, sign me up, man. Yeah. I, you know, I'm all about this wish, wish list suit. You know that uh, that Rollins is wearing that I've been seeing through memes and clips and whatnot. But uh, I mean, you give those guys 15, 20 minutes. I mean, that, that's going to make people say, "Ooh, give Cesaro a push, give him this," which we've been saying for uh, ten years. <laughs> yeah. Damn, don't hit me with those Nigerian drums. I'm reading the uh, thing now. <laughs> oh, I got I'm it all, get, already. Already I'm for you. Get my ass beat. You know, Especially it, if it, you can't talk about Shinjiro Otani winning the champion carnival. Then you will get your ass beat. <laughs> it's just, it, it just gets weird every year when, when you really start looking into it and thinking about it and stuff. It's just like, man. Remember how up and excited we used to get for WrestleMania? Like, we, oh, it was like, oh, my God, it's finally here. I can't wait. Everyone's going to get together. We're going to do all this stuff. And now I'm like, we got to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I, going down, you know, memory lane with the uh, the themes that you awesomely played. Uh, God, I was just like, oh, man, WrestleMania 7, 8, 10, you know, 13, and then, of course, you know, the era of Austin in 14, 15, and 17, and then, of course, the 16 having the wonderful Triple Threat ladder match, uh, the prelude, of course, to the TLC uh, chaotic carnage that we would witness, you know, years <laughs> later with Edge Christian, the Dudleys, and the Hardys. Um, but, I mean, the heyday, I mean, really, it's just when they hit, what, 31, it just seemed like chore in a way 30 was it was i would say maybe the last watchable wrestlemania because it did have the yes movement it did have the 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 streak you know possibly ending as the undertaker faced you know brock lesnar you know coming back here uh which i mean that was kind of the start of the dominant beast incarnate you know was was him beating undertaker and having you know everybody shocked um, you know, whether you were watching live there or, you know, as I was told, you know, since I was like 40 minutes behind, you know, crazy text messages, you know, it's just like, oh, my God, what happened? You know, but uh, this year I'm just like, it's more dread than anything. And I know it's just like, well, why watch it? Why watch it? It's in my DNA. Like, it's it's something that I'm kind of excited for because, you know, my expectations aren't all the way up there. So if I get a, a few head nods and a few claps and a pop off the couch, 
I think that's a win. Now, if it's going to go four hours long until 11, 11.30, and you're going to do that shit on both nights, mm-hmm. I might be done. I just tried navigating this Peacock uh, app oh, here, Ryan. Oh, I went on WrestleMania 18 to get hyped to listen to the crowd, you know, with the Rock Hogan. I remember being at my AP English uh, teacher's house because her and uh, her son and I were really good friends. And we had like six people. I was like, hey, we're going to get Jericho Triple H because I was such a Paul Levesque mark. But then I was like, oh, wait, Rock Hogan is going to kill us. Since I was there the night at the All-State Arena where they uh, kicked it off by running a uh, a giant semi into the ambulance that The Rock was in. But, I mean, it's, you know, have WrestleMania parties. We had, that was the staple on Sextant Street, you know, for, for many, many years. You know, of course, a new tradition yep. happening, you know, uh, this year in, in the wonderful land of Egan. But, uh, you know, we're, I'm going to have a few people over. Unfortunately, I can't make it out, um, you know, but I'm, I'm going to have, you know, a little soiree. But uh, it's just, I, I'm afraid I'm just going to be bitter and cynical. And I don't like that. Yeah. It's it's just, it's hard. Like, I remember WrestleMania 30, as you brought up, where I was with um, Brian Klecker and Mike Schell. And we were at... Um, the swollest the, guys in the room. <laughs> we were at Jeez. the China Chef Buffet. Uh, over by the old Sexton house. And, and I remember it was like January. It was after the Rumble. And I remember everyone was just like, God, it's so dumb to do an Orton and Batista. And I said, guys, we've got to have confidence that they're going to realize they got to give us Daniel Bryan. Otherwise, they mm-hmm. know how bad the backlash is going to be. And, you know, we're all like, oh, it's not going to happen. Like, come on, guys, we've got to have faith. It's going <laughs> to happen. And then they put him in the match, and we're like, yes. And we, we're like, okay, he's got to beat Triple H. And then Triple H counters the knee and pedigrees and we're like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and then he kicks out. Like, oh my God, yes, he kicked out. And then he wins the match and then they do the stretcher angle. And we're like, son of a bitch. You know, and then he comes back mm-hmm. and he gets taken out again. You know, all just anything possibly you could think of as happening to him. And then he still wins the title. I just remember we're just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, we're freaking out. <laughs> Uh, when they so cared about their fans and not the brand that mm-hmm. eventually became WrestleMania. And now it's like, I, I see people who are like, hell yeah, dude, they put Daniel Bryan in the match. And I go, no, they were forced to because they're scared to death that nobody's going to come mm-hmm. because Edge is over like a fart in church. <laughs> Dropping those ratings in uh, every show that yeah, he's on, he, by like the I way. Said, he did the triple header. He tanked all three brands. Damn, take that, Kenny Omega. Omega's like holding my beer. Yeah. <laughs> I make women not watch. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to 30 really quick, I still say it's, it's, it's hard. It's a toss-up for me, but I freaking to me i remember watching that match having the same emotions and i i that was probably before okada omega or any of you know new japan this you know that i was into but i i probably went like seven stars within that match you know, but besides uh owen and brett at wrestlemania 10 you know crazy enough mm-hmm. 20 years prior those two you know could be the best openers ever to a wrestle wrestlemania match 
But but that Daniel Bryan Triple H, you know, again, me kind of cooling off being a Triple H mark, you know, as I was. I mean, super high, by the way, I, I was. Now I'm still a mark, but on the business sense of or <laughs> side of things. I super high. <laughs> Not now, actually, surprisingly, <laughs> last night. But, um, of course, on wrestling, God, guys, yeesh. Yeah, it is get your head Earth up and Birthday, but uh, no, I mean, I, I I still will watch that Triple H and Dana Bryan match, and I would say if you had to put a top ten matches of the decade of 2010 to 2019, that has to be on there. I, I'd say that's even better than the uh, the Triple Threat main event that concluded that saw Bryan win the championship. But I think just that part of getting there and that oh shit, Triple H is going to uh, you know get the victory here was was such a great moment. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, because at the time, you're like, oh, my God, Triple H is just going to win. And everyone's going to be so <laughs> That was his stigma. Buried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. And then they, because then they gave us Orton and him at uh, whatever the pay-per-view was before that. And, uh, Paul White comes in and punches him in the face. And I'm like, they're Paul turning White. Paul White heel again. No, son of a bitch. Hey, no more BS, man. Did he throw Cena through? I know that was a different heel turn. When he threw Which Cena one? through the, uh, the, um, do, like do, the, do, the lighting. Wouldn't Remember it be threw- crazy if Cena's last appearance was he just went ultra mega heel and then just left the business forever? He just did the most dastardly thing a heel could do, like burn down a house. Well, that's probably not. You know, just like did something just extremely like, whoa, and then was never seen in a wrestling ring or television ever again. Like, if he went to, like, <laughs> AEW, right? Wouldn't that be the most heelish thing? I'd be tight. <laughs> I still wonder. Like, I, I honestly wonder. Is he going to have to plug Impact being on Turner? Ooh, no. No. Like, if they have an AEW promo, they're going to play, like, the day before. Is he going to just... What is he going to do? Is he not going to say, you know, join us tomorrow night as... Uh, you know, we see Max Caster take on Hangman Page on AEW Dynamite. I'm sure Nicole Byer might have to uh, pull that plug or do the plug. Um, did, I, I didn't see the interview, but I saw, like, it was Shaq and Cena, like, recently, and they were still talking about the uh, the time Shaq hopped out of an ambulance after going through a table. Um, but they were talking about the, the table spot, and he was like, hey, did you see my spot? And I, I didn't see the video, but I, I think I read somewhere that he was just silent or nodded. Oh. <laughs> That's so tight. Follow where the money is. I mean, I'm sure he's still getting royalty checks, but I, I don't think he has a yearly contract anymore with the E. No. I don't think he'll ever leave. But then again, I mean, we, like, I know it's kind of different, but we saw, we saw The Rock on Impact. True, true. I mean, yeah, different circumstance, of course, just paying homage and respect to uh, the Jordan Jiskra uh, imitation um, of Kim Shamrock. Uh, I I would say, man, I don't know. You said impact before. That really threw me off. You're like, is Tina going to have to showcase impact? Um, That would be insane. I think the ultimate heel turn, I mean, was the Swamp Fight or whatever, the, the Fiend match, was that the last match he was in, if you call that a match? Uh, yeah, I don't think he's been on, done anything since uh, Mania. 
So, I mean, he did do the NWO gimmick. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess if that is the last thing we see, at least we got that. And my ringside collectible figure, the showcase, such, uh, you know, immortalization. Of course you do, you mark. <laughs> How cool is that, though? I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just playing the belt. I'm like, yeah. John Cena. Santino. What got butchered worse, Santino going, John Cena. Or um, when, uh, what's this nuts? Uh, William Regal would go, you manga. <laughs> oh, you manga always win. That, no, that's a tie. That's a toss up. You're going to have to Brett take a buddy against Jamanga. War games. That <laughs> <laughs> we're way off track already. But, uh, no, it's just, it's, I mean, like, you know, getting back to it, it's just, it's, it's hard to get excited for something like this anymore. Yeah. Because I mean, it's just not good. Like I said, you know what I'm more excited for is I'm more excited to see Max Caster and Adam Page tomorrow on Dynamite. I thought Caster was hurt. No, he's wrestling uh, Page Uno v Uno. Oh, man. He's going to come out and be like, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Is, is Mike Tyson uh, going to be involved in that match? Since he will make an impact on AEW Dynamite. No, he'll tomorrow. be sleeping. <laughs> what if that's just the shot? They hyped his return to counter-program XT stand and deliver over. Um, and then, yeah, it's just him sleeping. That would be so funny. Or maybe he does a gimmick with, with the big show or you Paul know, Weiss or whatever the hell gimmick he's going for. Speaking of uh, counter, uh, counter, um, counter programming, do, do you believe what Punk says? About uh, how he's going to show up at Mania? Yeah. Or how Vince no. doesn't see AEW as a threat? Yeah, that. Yeah. He's got his two billions from two deals. I, he doesn't care. He moved them to Tuesdays, A, because of Hockey Night in America, uh, but B, because it's just, he's going to get the same, if not a little bit more of a bump on a Tuesday. And I yeah. think that's all that matters is to his investors and to NBC Universal well, and whatever well, deal and that also, they have. Also, Punk, you talk about the Jericho thing. In, in what capacity? That I didn't see. He said that that he feels like Vince doesn't doesn't even consider AEW any type of a threat if he's allowing Jericho to come on Austin's show. Yeah, I mean, as cool of a surprise that is, like if you were Austin, worried about him, you wouldn't let your talent do that. Yeah, but and, he also let Jericho go to Japan when he was still in the contract. True, but he that was what he was doing, like but, Riyadh blood money shows. True, true. <laughs> I guess he came around once a year to get that ARAB money, and that was it. We I mean, unless A-Rab he's saying money. all that, unless Punk's, you know, in his sleeve, like if that's going to be the be the big surprise. But I mean, I don't know. I I I don't. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. Their numbers haven't elevated. They broke a million. What? Maybe I can count that on my one hand. You know, they've mm. always just stayed around the 700,000. I would say that's probably their median average since they've debuted on TNT. 
and if they're fine with that and their demo rating, hey, that's fine. TV ratings, all that, it's so different than than what it was in the mm-hmm. heyday of wrestling. Uh, I think it's just more so Vince just cares about the money. He has it. He's the brand. He has. He, he doesn't have to worry about the subscribers anymore on the network. R.I.P. Uh, you know, he just has to count the billions and the the contract extensions. That's all he cares about. So yeah, I believe he doesn't believe they're a threat because again, two billion dollars. Yeah. How many? How like how? If they how were, many, if like, they would have start breaking over a million, because you know, as you stated, dynamite. You know, this year has been you know since the Brody Lee tribute show. Had oh, it's an incredible TV. This really really good television, you know, albeit a few minor things here and there, but Raw and SmackDown, specifically Raw, a huge longer list of of issues going on there. But again, with the fans and and the word of mouth, you know, doesn't seem to be there for All Elite at the moment. So they they can barely break over, you know, like I said, seven, we'll be generous, 750,000 a week, you know, and they're you know, there's still the point three one in the demo. You know, on a Wednesday night, that's not very much. The challenge on MTV, which runs during the same time, that's going to go off within a few weeks. So, you know, maybe that number will rise, but that's still one of the top programs on cable. Uh, the challenges where, you know, of course, Dynamite as well. But I, if they don't see any big improvements within the next two months after NXT is off of Wednesdays, no. I think Vince is just going to make their his product uh, worse for the for the diehard wrestling marks like you and I. I um, I don't know. I just I feel like you know they're, they're drawing eight hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand, whatever you want to call it, a you know a week. Um, but I think you got to look at it's a lot different, like you said, with the ratings. Raw is barely getting two million, and they've been around for. 30 years or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's a couple, you know, there was a couple weeks where, where dynamite was, you know, like 500,000 behind it in their first year. Mm -hmm. So I think you got to factor into that a little bit, but I mean, what's the highest rated impact show ever? Like 2 million, 2 million, like ever Uh, possibly wasn't during the Hogan age. Like, like it was, I think 2000, 2001 might have been. Mm-hmm. I think it was something like that. December 2001. I'm trying to find a like a like a listing here. Um, average of 1.1, around that to 1.2, 1.2 million. Yeah, I mean, so they're you know they they stayed around a little over a million, but I think the highest rated show that they had was like a was like a was like a two million. So, I mean, yeah, I understand they're not, you know, they're they're halfway to that, but people got to realize, too, that TNA has been around since 2001. You know, they're, mm-hmm. like, the second longest-running company in, like, American history, I think. I mean, WCW is only around for eight years, ten years. You know, let's not forget that. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's a little bit different, too. But what I will say is I think – I think – Moving to Tuesday is going to it's going to make NXT outdraw Dynamite. 
Ooh. Yeah, but isn't that going to be a problem? If they don't, if if we want to be that critical and cynical, whoa, that's not good. 2017, the first week of January, impacted 224,000 homes. Or 224,000 viewers. Like, so they weren't even doing shit then. You know, they were they were doing way less. Like, Dynamite's quadrupled them. But mm-hmm. you figure, okay, so so your NXT WWE fan base, they watch one show. You know, they just, that's, you, you watch the wrestling. You know, you turn on wrestling. The AEW fans, someone like us, we try to watch as much content as we can absorb, correct? Yes, correct. So the people that don't, now that it's on two different channels, you don't have to pick between the two. So I feel like more Dynamite fans are going to just go watch NXT because they can absorb more content, whereas (laughs) the NXT fans aren't going to just go to Dynamite because they only watch one thing, which in turn I think is going to up NXT's rating. Yeah. I don't think it's going to hurt Dynamite, but I think it's going to make them better. I think they will. I, I think there's a good chance that even if you get a fourth of those people that watch Dynamite to watch to watch NXT just because they love watching wrestling, they're going to mm-hmm. see Dynamite every week. And then everyone's going to go, ha ha, Dynamite lost to NXT. We told you, blah, blah. It's like, no, you got to really break that down and look, look in depth on this shit. But I think, <laughs> to be honest, that's what's going to happen. So what does that mean for Tony Khan and the investors there for All Elite if they consistently can't break that, you know, say by, you know, double or nothing or even past that leading into All Out, you know, in in Memorial Day weekend? Like, do do you reevaluate what you're doing with your with your talents? No, because you're doing exactly what you should be doing. Uh, TNT loves what you're giving them. You know, now there's a Brandy and Cody Rhodes show that's getting a spinoff on, on TBS or TNT. What? Who asked um, for that? I don't know, but I heard that's a rumor that's happening. Um, and it could be happening soon. Oh, God. Um, which kind of gives you a behind-the-scenes look at how AEW is ran. So so you kind of get a behind-the-scenes of how the companies run, which is kind of cool, I guess. But So it's not about the pregnancy? And the birth and all that? I couldn't tell you. I think I saw one trailer, and unless it was fake, I didn't pay attention really anyway. So I could be, I could have seen a fan-made thing. I really hope one of the first couple of episodes is him deciding a tattoo to get and then him tattooing his neck. Like, I hope that's like a whole arc during that first season. Not the baby, oh, but that arc. Now, let me take a look here, Google.com. And then talk Cody about what was her gimmick, the Nightmare Gallery or whatever, that, like, was kiboshed after, like, three weeks. Cody and Brandy Rhodes reality series ordered by TNT. Uh, this was published the day before my birthday. Was this – wait, time out. Was this the second show that they were talking about? I think it was. <laughs> no! No one cares. Tonight, AEW Dynamite on advertisement for Rhodes to the top. Wait, what? it's called the roads to the top. That doesn't even make yeah. sense. You roads don't take multiple top. roads to the top. Uh, uh, new reality TV. Why did they just call it up and Runnels? Why did they just call it that? <laughs> it says uh, the announcement show showcased the roads, home lives, as well as backstage shots of Tony Tony Khan producing and MJF chatting. The unscripted series in parentheses is said to take viewers behind the scenes of AEW. In a press release sent to Wrestling Inc. 
AEW noted that the series will contain 30-minute episodes that will take viewers inside the lives of Cody and Brandy as they navigate their growing family while building AEW Global Wrestling Empire. The, the new series received a stamp of approval from numerous TNT television executives. Nope. So uh, it's just I, I don't Fox think I'll be watching further, that. Further emphasize his enthusiasm about the new show while also teasing a future third hour of weekly pro wrestling coming later in 2021. Do you, do you think? Do you think when it started, like the song for it's going to be Jalen Imzo is that gonna it's going to be a remix, slower, slowed down version. It's going to be like if Rapunky 3K's new theme did Cody Rhodes' song. That, that's what it would be. After the, uh, the fourth minute of my brain about to explode during the, the piano medley of Rapunky 3K's uh, theme song, I was like, hey, it's going on me because I thought my brain was go- already exploded. <laughs> Mine is looking at uh, people analyzing the the fiend's hair that he's supposed to have because um, he has a new. Is he even on Raw last night to promote uh, his gimmick? Do you think I watched Raw? <laughs> I don't know. There are random times in the chat. You're like, well, uh, when I was watching Raw, and I'm like, oh god, you are bored. <laughs> I got a lot of time on my hands. Um. Yeah, that 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 whole rabbit hole of of what we used to enjoy WWE took a uh, took a turn on us for it. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Thanks for checking in. So, but WrestleMania was, again. Such a... Did I lose Alex? Alex, that clothesline. King of Squirt has been dropped. Hello there, this is the Aerial Assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan, and you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. Hope you guys are having a good day. God bless. God bless. <laughs> I thought maybe that was enough time for me to get back in here. It, it, it look, like it's, and I don't, I don't want to spend my time just dogging the WWE. Like that, I don't, I don't get off on it. I'm not like. Dang. Yeah, you, these names just keep coming at me. Sorry, I I jumped up. Uh, I accidentally knocked the uh, the mic cord out because I uh, jumped and kicked my flip flops off, and a barrage of birds flew out and knocked the cable out. What the Man. shit is that about, by the way? I don't know. Some queef master probably came up with that idea. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. That's what this is. Uh... This name is on my switchboard here. <laughs> that jerk. I know, but uh, Call of King of Sport got booted, too. I don't know where they went. <laughs> you know, I, I was oh, just man. saying, Alex, I don't, I don't like, get off on this. I don't I don't come on here going, oh, I can't wait to just marry so you. You don't? I, do. <laughs> I want to like it. Like, I, I want good wrestling. I don't want it to suck, but it's just... Mm-hmm. It, 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 you you can't get over how it's just I, I've said this before, but like you don't think they could do anything dumber, and then they go away. Wait, wait, we're not done yet, and you're like, oh. And then they <laughs> hold my IcoPro. I'll make yeah. it dumber. Yeah, put that steroid needle back on the table. <laughs> 
what? Gonna check you in a minute. I gotta show you something. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's Bamzai Boosie coming to you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. So what do they have? Fourteen matches announced. Let's let's break it down. Let, let let's go over the card. I'm trying to find a good one that doesn't have like 19 million ads attached to it. To like prop it up. Good God, internet, get your shit together. Um, let's see. I don't care about oh, the stage. Did they? Oh God, it was raining out of here earlier. It was. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really quick open my window because it's hot as hell. And when I get this thing open, tell me if you can hear the rain. Uh, so I know if I need to close my window back up. Hold on one second. Shout out to Missy Ellie. Well, you're pulling up the car here. Whoa. But again, seven matches per per night here announced. Does it sound like I'm watching, like you're watching an ASMR video? No, but that'd be dope. You know what's crazy? I, I didn't know I enjoyed ASMR. Uh, Fantastic. Or didn't know that was a thing, but as a kid, I was a nerd for that shit. And the reason why I know is whenever I would watch my VHS copy of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, the classic 1990 movie, which I did see in the movie theater many, many times, um, the part where the, the chief was like in his office and he's like threatening April O'Neil and everything, and he like backs in his chair and he puts his feet on the desk, and you could just hear his like body like on his leather chair, and then him like on the rotary phone. I just remember as a kid always rewinding and thinking, this is the greatest thing ever. Not the action, not Shredder in a garbage, you know, <laughs> truck getting, you know, murdered, but just like that scene, I would just rewind for hours and be like, ooh. And then as I got older, I was like, that's a weird fetish I had as a kid. Then realized, oh, wait, no, it's just a thing called ASMR. Awesome. Uh-huh. I, used, I, I used to watch like my classmates draw and I was just like so relaxed watching it. Hmm. Well, that, that's that's a different different story. But you know oh, what else on, is you're crazy, talking Ryan. about dudes slunking in chairs, putting their feet on, and you're like nine. And I say, oh, I, I'm oh, no, relaxed by people doing art. About and you're like, well, you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is a weirdo? You remember when Tony Nese defeated Buddy Murphy? Well, WrestleCast Radio contributors Dave Ritter and Matthew Pickett certainly do. WrestleMania 35, Ryan, back in New York, Jersey, who gives a shit? But the lo- one of the longest ever chore-ridden WrestleManias of all time. This had, Ryan, a total of 16 matches. Four pre-show 12, you know, on the main card. That show legit went, what, like five hours? Is that the Charlotte Becky Ronda? Yeah, no, it it started at four. And Becky and Charlotte, no, the pre-show started at 4 p.m. Central time. And Charlotte, Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda were coming to the ring, and it was like 11.32. I'm like, this has been on for seven hours, and they're just getting to the ring for their entrances on the main event. You remember how Finn Balor wrestled Bobby Lashley for four minutes before that match? (laughs) That's why there's a pandemic. 
as the world said, nah, we, we don't want to see that shit again. Shut that down. Well, Triple H is a mark. He had the longest match on that card at 24 minutes and 45 seconds. And it was mainly remembered for the uh, the horrible uh, nose pierce yanking out of gimmick. Uh, and, of course, Batista tripping into the ring. Is, is it bad that I actually really like that match? Give me what I want. I think you like the buildup to that match. No, I like. I thought it was an awesome just plunder fight. I really did, and I mm-hmm. Batista went in there. It's. It, I think it goes back to what I always talk about with Bobby Lashley. Batista worked his flipping ass off in that match. Yes. And like, not look. You know, to have a better a better remembrance of himself than you know the only the only thing people thought about him was Blue Tista. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he he was in there, and I was like, "Yeah, look at this guy go!" He was working his ass off in that ring, and they were taking those bumps on the tables, and like they got the step. I was like, "This match rules!" I, I was so into that match, man. I don't know why I was so into that match. <laughs> Might have been ninety nine bananas. Uh, why you like that match? But I will say, oh, what had the yeah. better. Pinfall, uh, pinfall in the match. The triple threat main event winner takes all Raw Women's and SmackDown Women's Championship between Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair, or Big E and 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 Uha Nation, Apollo Crews, whatever gimmick he's going after now uh, at Fastlane, twenty twenty one. Can you repeat the question? Who had the better pinfall finisher? The triple threat match at WrestleMania 35 <laughs> or at Road Lane Fast Block 2021? Big E and uh, Uha Cruz. I will. Uh, I will go with. I will go with the the fast the the, the highway match. <laughs> when they're in the, the fast pass lane. Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio win a minute. How was this show seven and a half hours long? That's what I'm saying. Well, they had like a 25 minute like rate, like concert and shit during it. I think at one point. And... Wow. Oh my gosh. So what is, 16 was that Lesnar? Lesnar uh-huh. and was that Lesnar Rollins? Yes, it was. The- Opening match of the the main show. Yeah, see, Lesnar. One thing, the smartest businessman in the world. He said, "He goes, this is the run sheet. I'm yeah. opening. Get me the fuck I'm done. out of here. I'm going yeah. back to Canada. Yeah, I'm gonna be on my plane by six thirty. Like, can I go on the pre-show? Oh, this is the infamous Mrs. Dad match. At least, <laughs> yeah, the Miz. Who was that? With Shane? This is not a good WrestleMania. Yeah. Shane and the Miz, Styles Orton, Reigns and Drew McIntyre win 10 minutes and 10 seconds. Kofi, of course, Kofi Mania. uh, Orton and Styles uh, were both defeated by that red light. (laughs) I forgot about the lighting structure. Uh, But that had 16 matches. Again, seven matches per night. Uh, Night one, night two, of course. Uh, Let's see if we can make one card. Obviously, we could already, and they're still coming up ahead on on WrestleMania time, I'm sure. 
uh, or just the amount of matches. But we'll start off with night one. Lana, this was just announced, I believe, last night on a Raw Tag Team Turmoil match where the winner will receive a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match on night two. We have the teams of Natalia and Tamina, the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, and for some reason, Lana and Naomi. Um, and then what's the what's the one they're gonna add on Friday? Um, Carmella and Billy Kay. Are they a tag team or is that just a match? That's not no, to me. They're gonna be in the tag team turmoil, I think. Oh boy. Look, this you know, I I, I really don't think WWE thought that this is what their women's division was gonna look like when they made these titles. Because Yowie Wowie, as the fiend would say, or whatever. This Why can't you like, give me like Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ali in a ten minute banger? Because we don't we're not even gonna put Nakamura on the card. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it's so dumb. Like I said on last night's show, there are ten wrestlers on like a twenty five person list that I saw that aren't on the mania either night, but yet are thrown in give me Us Jay Uso who who had a resurgence, especially as a singles wrestler, being, you know, Roman Reigns' uh partner in crime. With his brother Jimmy out, and and yet nothing. Well, let me ask you this question too. Um, oh shit! Now I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> what I started thinking about this card was, will do that because upcoming yeah, like, uh, next a steel cage match between Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. Why are they feuding? Why was there Nickelodeon slime involved? Why all of a sudden is Shane calling Braun Strowman dumb? Does he not follow Strowman on Instagram where he says, don't be stupid and poor. Don't take these checks from the stimulus. Don't be dumb and poor. So why is Shane picking on Braun Strowman? Because they don't, I, I don't know. They, 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 they don't understand how to like properly make an angle. So they're just going to have him be a bully. So we're going to hear a train. Oh, the people I in Tampa. They're gonna are going to hear a train. People are going to flip and laugh, just like when, God, when Alistair Black, who's not on this card, sits up and goes... There's no, there's no ricochet on this card. You know, I, I remember what I was thinking about now. You know, they have Ali get turned on by um, Retribution, and then they just stop the angle. Why wouldn't you do that in a random hodgepodge match at WrestleMania to create a moment? And then you have Ali realizing the error of, error of his ways, and then hence you get an all-new, brand-new babyface turn that Ali should have got for Do you want to know why? Do you, want, do you really want to know why? Because they're racist? It's because they realized that Retribution was the stupidest flipping angle since the Truth Commission. Retribution is a mystery. <laughs> and they're like, uh... Let's look. Sorry, Ali. We just need to save him. So we'll just have him get beat up, and then we just will never talk about this again. And, and then he'll come back out. That they put masks and different like tea balls or tea bags uh, as their names <laughs> for Flashback. I still remember when when Rec- Radical. What was her name? Reckoning. Spaghetti. Uh, it was like the show that she had that the like reckoning or whatever. Yeah, reckoning. She had that seizure, and while they were wrestling, her mask came off. 
And Tom Phillips is like, who is that? I I can't get a good look. Who's that? Who is that? I can't see who that is. I know who that person I'm like, motherfucker, Samoa Joe's sitting there. Why is he not like, oh, it's me. I wonder, I wonder why she's so angry. Why is she with us? Yeah, Kevin then like, messed up in the truck then, if you couldn't cut away that fast. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there like, you, you idiots. This chick's been like a prominent person on NXT television. And you're mm-hmm. like, don't keep Collie Willikers. I wonder who that is. I can't get a good look at her. <laughs> she Jolly Willikers. It's, it's like I was watching. Um, um, Jiminy Jillikers. Jiminy Jillikers. Um, oh, God. What is it called? What is it called? I felt like I was watching um, Little Giants all over again. When when he's like, they got the quarterback lined up in front of the the center. And the tight end behind the guard. I've never seen this. And and uh, Al Bundy's like, they're standing around, but. Like, oh. Oh, like, man. Like, like, oh, oh, gee, gosh. And I, I felt like, the hell is that noise? According to Wikipedia, outraged at being left of Raw's Elimination Chamber match, Braun Strowman took issue with WWE official Shane McMahon <laughs> There's like and an alarm going off in my apartment. I should probably like look yours at yours or the whole building. The whole building. I will. I will return Uh-oh. in the public. After a failed attempt to rectify things with Strowman, Shane then began to insult Strowman's intelligence, and that's how we get to WrestleMania. That makes no sense. Of course, they were supposed to have their battle at Fast Block or Road Lane or whatever the hell that was last month's event there. Uh, of course, Shane is showing that he faked his injury. Um, but then there was a match in a steel cage for some reason. Why wouldn't you just throw like someone above in a, in, in a shark cage? They've utilized that adage multiple times, I believe, a few years ago. As you remember the old Paul Ellering in a shark cage match Uh and I believe Jericho had a, a gimmick with that, a Fandango and a shark cage or some shit. But for that to be the reasoning of a WrestleMania match weeks before is just... But at least we will get uh, Cesaro and Seth Rollins, which again will be, you know, kind of your, your low-key, uh, you know, gem of probably both nights. You know, of course as much as we like to give Seth Rollins ish on his rants on the webs every now and then. Uh, Cesaro, of course, has been the IWC, IWC and wrestler's favorite, you know, ever since, you know, he was Claudio Castinole uh, back in the indie days here. But Cesaro and Seth Rollins have been having a really good program of one-upsmanship and to see who is the best, uh, you know, kind of wrestling pedigree out of that out of that crew so not too shabby there uh jordan that's a little too much to know if you're listening but uh i mean honestly this is probably number two two one on my matches that i'm definitely looking forward to uh this coming saturday april for night one of wrestlemania uh another match i'm intrigued by uh jay styles and almost, of course, his his uh, guard or or the other big guy from Shane McMahon's unfortunate uh, demise of Raw Underground uh, will challenge the New Day, who captured the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships uh, just a while back here. 
of course, now we'll be getting a title shot somehow because, of course, nothing says tag team wrestling like AJ Styles, as we all know. But with Omos, who I don't remember uh, besides a Raw Underground appearance, any work in the ring. So this will be an interesting experiment. I know almost was one of the names that was sent down to the PC a couple months back. Of course, Keith Lee being one of the big names, you know, that, that was shown in that report there to kind of get some ring work done. But I will say again, this match just seems a little out of left field where again, at least have almost do some beatdowns. I don't believe they, you know, he even showcased anything on a raw, but Hey, you know, as long as we don't have another hall of famer, great Kali or giant Gonzalez type moment, I think we should be okay. Especially when you have AJ styles on your side there. Uh, and of course, you know, when you have Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, multiple, multiple, like 11 time tag team champions, it seems like, but the new day, you know, I'm sure we'll make almost protected into that match. So definitely mark that one for entry. Now the money match, some would say, uh, definitely the guy bringing in the money and the, the casual viewers onto the product, something a wrestler has not done for them in quite some time. Bad Bunny, reggaeton rapper, you know, I am Hispanic and I couldn't tell you a Bad Bunny song comparable to a Jay Baldwin song, comparable to a whoever song. But he uh, is teaming up with Damian Priest uh, to take on The Miz and John Morrison. This is kind of, you know, back and forth from a tag match to a singles match with The Miz and Bad Bunny, which, you know, I think a lot of people were looking forward to, but then just got transformed back into a tag match on last night's Raw there. So, again, I'm sure to protect... One Bad Bunny, who's, you know, been winning Grammys, 24-7 championships, uh, hella endorsement deals, and, and of course, just showing up on a Raw for over the past couple of months. So, good for him, good for the exposure, and, and, you know, selling that merch money, you know, ever since the Rumble. So, you know, hopefully the big payoff for him will be something incredible, especially for the fans out in Tampa. Now, the toss-up for the main event on night one, of course, it was uh, there was a hashtag going on that Drew McIntyre uh, poked fun about on the last uh, last week's Monday Night Raw about Sasha Banks and of course uh, the Women's Royal Rumble winner the EST of WWE Bianca Belair uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship match, uh, which I think and should be the main event only if the stuff was a little bit better than what it has been, especially with them going for the tag team championships at Fastlane last month. And then, you know, of course, did the infamous, ooh, we're not going to get along because we have our match at WrestleMania, (laughs) even though it could have went a little bit better. Um, But definitely, you know, getting that hashtag trending, I think this should definitely be the main event of night one. But, of course, I'm sure the honors will go to – I guess the Hurt business is still a thing, even though uh, King Corbin managed to not get that W last night. But Bobby Lashley defending the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Of course, a rematch from 2016's TNA's Genesis pay-per-view, whatever the hell that was called. But uh, I'm sure it's going to be a flip-up for, for main events. Ryan, which championship match do you think should actually close out night one? 
I think quality wise, you have the women do it, but oh. you know, God, God forbid you got to put, you know, they got to have Drew stick his sword in the ramp so he can get that big pop at the end of the night. <laughs> I'm, uh, it gets a little chaotic. I'm uh, outside of my apartment as the fire trucks are on their way. What? Do you yeah. see flames ablazing? No, but I still have smoke in the hallway. So wow. And I so, wasn't even over there. <laughs> so hopefully uh, we'll, we'll be back in in a few minutes to uh, sit comfortably and not be doing live radio from a telephone Ooh, in the parking lot. Ooh, that'll be fun. Listen they to come. those engines rolling. Um, Here comes Scott Steiner. So, Did you hear him? <laughs> that would be awesome. And then just say, you know, Sharpie to him and see what he says. <laughs> but, you know, that's night one. Again, it just seems like a, a, a regular episode of Monday Night Raw. You know, nothing where it's just like, oh, my God, I have to watch this and, and pay thousands of dollars to go see it live in Tampa. If I would have gotten tickets before knowing this card, I would be pissed. What about yeah. you, though? I think, thankfully, for their sake, tickets didn't go on sale until, like, a week or two ago. You notice they delayed ticket sales until they could get Daniel Bryan in that main event. Until they can get Edge over as a heel. Because as we have night two coming along, as Ryan stated, the main event, of course, for sure, uh, WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns defending his title in a newly crowned triple threat match with the 2021 Royal Rumble winner, Edge, and of course, everybody's bearded goat. Yes, yes, yes. Daniel Bryan, Ryan's doppelganger, especially when he's got that beard going. I don't know if it's the Canadianness or the sleep apnea, but the resemblance is definitely there. Um, so you think Daniel Bryan's going to take the pin, huh? So, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I think knowing this company and what they think about doing and how they just desperately try to need to make things happen. I think he might win. Really? They're not going to mm-hmm. give the rub to Edge after retiring 10 years ago with the championship? He regains the WWE Universal Championship 10 years later? How gnarly no, would that be? I I would hate it. That tells you that, yeah, maybe they don't pay attention to AEW, but that means they pay attention to pro wrestling. No one, when they put... 62-year-old KZ Muto as champion. <laughs> who, who would have won in, in a match, Muto or Edge, for the GHC championship? Um, is Gostala wrong guy booking? Uh, no, we'll say Tajiri is booking. Mm. Random booker. Let's go. Uh, we'll go. We'll probably go Muda. You are incorrect because Tajiri would somehow put himself into the match, then winning the GHC Heavyweight Championship. Well, I was thinking he would come in and him and him and Mudo would do the double oh, the missed off. That'd be, have they and ever then, had a missed off? Well, they tagged for a while. Called the missed and, uh, and and like Tajiri would be on Mr. his knees Mr. and Mudo would be standing behind him, like with his arms on his shoulders. And then they would both mist into the sky. The like, did that time. happen in ECW, like, in, like, 97? No, this was, like, in, like, all Japan and, like, Russell won, like, 
seven oh, like years ago. Four years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This was like recent. Damn it! That would have been dope if it was like '98. Those guys. <laughs> How over that would be for the uh, 900 in the bingo hall. Uh, and the rest of the card of night two, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler will be defending the Women's Tag Team Championships against the Tag Team Turmoil winners of Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, Ryan's favorite team for numerous, uh, numerous reasons, uh, especially because of Dana's mat work. Uh, of course, it's now we have for the, the boom United... The United still oh God that tag team turmoil match. Wow, that's not a rumble. That's going to be a pinning match, right? That's going to have a lot of matches. <laughs> I hope so. for that one. Uh, the fella, aka Ryan's other doppelganger, when his hair's grown out. Uh, R.I.P. to Big Sheamus as well. He has risen to challenge Riddle for his WWE United States Championship. Ryan, are you aware that Sheamus has been dead? Um, and, and it's just an honor that we get to see him through memes and clips. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. You know, I heard they might even meme in his mohawk. Are you, uh, but are you well, uh, or are you aware of the uh, RIP fella stuff that's been going around the last, like, month? No. I'm I'm, I'm on indeed. like these very like cynical wrestling Facebook groups for some reason, and like the running gag, besides of course the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship fiasco, has been uh, Sheamus's death, and it's just like the most random <laughs> memes. Like always remember the fella, and it's like a re- like Sheamus be naked, or like hey you remember Sheamus, and then it'd be like the bright light you know from his promo or from his entrance, so it'd be like he was like a soul. It was. It's like the most random shit. Like people are like, "Where is this coming from?" And then people just don't give a shit and keep going on and on with it. That I can appreciate. Unlike this match, even though Sheamus has been in like seventeen Singapore Cane matches with Drew McIntyre within the last three weeks, it seems like. But uh, apparently, this is somehow the reason Sheamus got a title match. Uh, Riddle. Uh, do you think with the help of his 19 multicolored birds that flies out of his flip-flops will help Riddle retain? I mean, I think he's got a good shot with them because they may distract him. Especially because he's dead. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we just keep talking about this card over and over, and I just can't get more uninterested in something in my life. Oh, but you're going to get interested for the Nigerian drum fight for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Apollo Nation will take on Big E Langston, who is the champ. Hopefully he can bridge out out of a uh, one of the many, many pinfalls I'm sure we will see. And again, Ryan, do you know what the Nigerian drum fight consists of? I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go Big E because um, he's he's gonna really pull out a drum and it's gonna have like a New Day logo on it <laughs> and then like they're gonna start playing the, the music and then it'll turn into the whole doom, doom. oh do we get a New Day well, reunion to make everyone maybe. feel good well, since Nigeria you drum just angered fight, the gods with that one because as you said that, all the thunder went off. <laughs> oh, I pissed them off, Wakanda forever. Um, yeah. Did you know that Nigerian drum fight, Ryan, is just a code word for hardcore match? 
Yeah, yeah, he said I'm going to beat him so hard it sounds like a drum. So is Peacock behind this, do you think? Instead of saying hardcore deathmatch, they just said Nigerian drum fight? I would have preferred hardcore deathmatch. <laughs> For the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. I think that sounds a little better. A feud I would have been happy with. I don't know, five years ago. I don't know how they got here, but hey, you got to have them in a match. Long-time besties, but of course, better enemies. Sammy Zayn with what? Logan Paul. Is that the boxer douchebag from YouTube? Yeah, who's unfortunately insanely wealthy for no reason because he's a white douchebag. Uh, we'll yeah. take on Kevin Owens. <laughs> you know, once again, it's not 2016 or anything. Why is this just shoehorned in there? This should be one of your main programs. This is like a four-month feud that leads into a festival of friendship. And the, Oh, that's why Jericho left. Is this when Kevin Owens leaves, Ryan? Is this when this is the second match of night two? And Owens is like, I'm sick of this shit. And him and Zane show up at All Out in 2022? Like, I just don't understand like how they can't... They can never come up with anything new like oh what do we do let's have edge and daniel bryan in a main event steen and generico on the same card and on top of that we're gonna have lashley and mackin like i feel like i'm just having a flashback <laughs> you know like the miz just got <laughs> done being world champion after casting in the money in the bank briefcase oh Speaking like, of flashbacks, Ryan, we're having a like, flashback to WrestleMania 33. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the right WrestleMania. Ryan. How are those fire alarms coming along? Um, we're, we're, we're looking into it. Hang, hang tight with me for one second. I'm, I'm gonna return in one quick second. Oh man. Well, as I was going to say, it looks like we are going to have a flashback. I'm so confused on this. Did it really happen at 33? Yes, it did. A flashback of WrestleMania 33. The last time they were in Florida, that wasn't the PC Center. But four years later, we get the ultimate rematch at a mania with Randy Orton, but not Bray Wyatt this time. We're back. We're called. So I was like, oh, God, something happened, and I'm getting rained on. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully you're not going to be rained on with bugs and or fiend-like creatures. As, again, oh, no. we, we're going to have a reminiscence of that horrific hardcore bug match at WrestleMania 33. But this time, the fiend, the Internet's favorite wrestler, uh, we'll take on Randy Orton's Soldier Boy's favorite wrestler in just a singles match, not a Nigerian death circle or, you know, the Viper-ridden snake match, but just a regular singles match at a WrestleMania. Ryan, what the hell are they doing? I don't know. I, I, I guess, well, at least it's not a cinematic match. But we've seen them over and over. I don't Because they think people enjoy this shit. Like, do you think the, people really like this? Because I you think get the only these... ones that do are the douchebags they used to be on 4 and 8chan. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you get all these. You get all these. Are people warm, looking at you weird because you're talking into your phone? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> well, you get all these all these idiots who are like, "Oh man, he's he's just he's a genius." Like I just I've never I've never seen somebody who's so creatively smart than the fiend. You know, and like I'm telling you, I I I, I will stick this to, to my diet. I should have brought my keys. I could have sat in my car. Um, Damn. Like, if you go on and you watch a like, deep dive after a wrestling show on Twitter and just watch the way that these people talk about the theme, you'd think it's called damn Ric Flair. Ric Flair. <laughs> you Rick know, like, Fl- Rick Fiend? <laughs> like, you'd think that some of these, <laughs> like, some of these, like, storylines that he comes up with are just, like, unimaginable. He doesn't like, come I up with that just, shit. Well, everyone says he's a genius. Tom Savini's coming up with that shit. Um, which, by the way, how cool would it be if Rick Fiend did show up? Since you know he has the past for Randy Orton, he can utilize his mentor against him, and then like Ric Flair just starts like in a Halloween three season of The Witch, like bugs just come out of his eye sockets. <laughs> All these people are like, there's there's a bunch of people that are starting to go back in now. Oh. Like half the people aren't going back in. Next up, we have which should have been the main event. Uh, if it wasn't for a stupid doctor diagnosing Charlotte incorrectly, Asuka will defend her Raw Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley, which I am all for. This is going to be a banger of a match. Yeah, thanks, but Doctor. I'm actually glad that this is happening and not the other. Charlotte way. would have won again at a Mania yeah. against Asuka. And you would have yeah. broke your new TV. <laughs> but you won't yeah, be mad this time when Rhea Ripley defeats Asuka, would you? Ah, uh, no. You know, this is, the, this is one of the wildest vehicles I've ever seen. There's a police vehicle coming up or a fire truck or something, and it's got this huge rotating, like, spinner title. Like, Whoa. The, the US, it almost looks like the... The, the U.S. Cena one? Not, not the world with the U.S. Cena <laughs> one? Yep, yep. I've never seen that before. Do, 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 do. Oh, here comes the fire. I wonder if he's going to give us a verdict. Is it all clear, people? No? Okay, cool. Just going to sit out here in the rain and talk about fucking WrestleMania. Blame it on the rain. So we went through all 14 matches uh, that could easily be condensed into one night. Uh, tag team, women's tag team championship match, belong on the card or off the card? Uh, pre-show it. Riddle and Sheamus, on the card or off the card? Um, it could be a good match, so I'm okay with it. Ooh, a lot of kicks, could be stiff. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, on or off? Um... Is is Zane just going to bring run history at all into this? I have no idea why or how this is happening without months of buildup. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you that one. Isn't so that shocking that Generico and Steen are in a match and no one's excited about it? Yeah, because it's like we get it. <laughs> like you don't know what to do, so you're just going to do this again. Like God, Biggie but, and like, Cruz why? in a Nigerian death match. Now, see, like, I'm excited for this because I think they're going to work really hard, but I don't, 
it just is stiff. Like, why do you have to make mm-hmm. everything sound so stupid? Yeah. No, like, I you agree. Just call it, they're going to have a street fight. The Fiend and Orton, on or off? Off. I don't Austin and Rhea Ripley, on or off? On. Oh, for sure. The triple threat for the Universal Championship, on or off? I'm sure it'll be good. Keep it on. Okay, we'll play Scramble. Roman Reigns or Dan- and Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns and Edge. Which match would which singles match would you prefer? Roman Bryan. And if they hadn't have touched, would you have preferred to see Edge taking on Daniel Bryan solo? Um, I, I would have been fine with it. I just I remember watching. You remember like three four years ago, um, when Roman work trips yep. in like 48 minute match at Mania. Him and Daniel <laughs> Bryan had that really good match at Fastlane the like the show before that. Yes, yes they did. Yep. That's you when know, people like, were like, oh, this could be good and then 48 minutes later like you said with <laughs> Triple H. Yeah. So we have one, two, three, possibly four out of the seven now, night one, Cesaro and Seth Rollins, like I was saying, I think this could be low-key, one of the, the top two, top three matches of both nights, uh, on or off the card. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it, it, that's, it's got its place for it because it's just a nice basic match. Mano a mano. You can't ask for anything better. Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. No, I don't need it. What if Nicholas was in a shark cage above the ring? <laughs> Definitely don't need it. Will Nicholas show up and cost his former tag team partner and champion Braun Strowman the match, which then we will see a feud leading into Money of the Bank of Braun Strowman and Nicholas? That would get my attention a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) The New Day and Styles and Omos without any exposure to Omos. On or off? I mean, you need a tag match, I guess. But, like, I... I don't care about it. <laughs> Who are the SmackDown tag champs? Um, Ziggler and Rude. I never would have guessed that in a thousand years. <laughs> Bad Bunny and Damian Priest taking on The Miz and John no. Morrison. Do you think it was a mistake they made it into a tag? Or did they realize Bad Bunny probably isn't insured? <laughs> I think the whole point was always to do the tag, but... Um, I think they thought Morrison had the thing. Oh, the Taya so Valkyrie? Well, maybe. Or the Frankie? Ah, uh, Frankie. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you don't want to come down with the Frankie. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, obviously on the card. Yeah, you put them on there. And then, of course, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. So you could easily 10-match card. Yeah. And, I mean, if you really need me to cut three matches, I can cut three matches. Like it's, it's, weird. it's weird that they didn't go with, like, Styles and Riddle. Styles and who? Styles and Riddle for the United States. I just think it's random that it's like, all right, Styles and New Day, make this giant Manute Bowl passable. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think that was their, what they were trying to get into. We got to put almost on TV. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost needs to be on the television. I mean, but like I was saying, with those three guys, you can't mess up, right? Let's hope. 
Like, he's going to be protected enough, so I think it'll be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he won't. If anything, he'll look impressive. Like, if there's one thing they know what to do with, how to at least make make him look – like, he'll look good. It's just a matter of if they're going to make Woods and Kofi look silly in the process. Do you think All Elite Wrestling, after they made their bold claim years ago – WrestleMania weekend is WWE and WWE alone, but yet they're bringing out Mike Tyson and then doing their, their house show on Friday during Mania weekend. Uh, do you think when they saw this card or kind of new shit, you know, early on, they're like, Oh, we're going to take advantage of this shit because this yeah, is probably, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't blame them. Like screw these guys, man, it is really starting <laughs> to here. We got Kenny Omega. I suppose I left my car unlocked, did I? <laughs> Whoa. There you have it, WrestleMania. We probably, if I was in town, and maybe we still can, we, we probably could have done a, a MST 3K type of scenario on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We could have just, like, had, like, a still picture of the WrestleMania logo and then just talked the whole time. <laughs> That would have been awesome. Hey, it might come out. Uh, watch twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. But speaking of that beforehand, uh, NXT looks like they are standing up to the WWE and going to deliver with two nights of solid action. Of course, night one being tomorrow night, I believe, uh, on the USA Network and, of course, on Peacock. Uh, according to CBSSports.com, just a couple of hours, Go. Ryan, is it true? Do my eyes deceive me? Only four matches? What? Per match, or I guess there's five on night two, but four matches on night one. Probably because of the two-hour limit, right? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, because that's true, because if it's on USA, they probably can't go over. You know, they got to get those law and order reruns in. You know, <laughs> you know who's looking to go over, especially in the gauntlet match for the North American title shot on night two. Good God, I like gimmicks, but whew. But looking to get over, of course, Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, spinning that GameStop money, Dexter Loomis, what? And L.A. Knight, Ryan's favorite wrestler in NXT program- programming at the moment, uh, will all fight for a shot to fight or to face Johnny Gargano on night two. Ryan, who do you got? I thought so. Is is Gargano defending at night one against Kushida? Uh, no. So why do they keep talking about Kushida was getting a title shot? Um, because they're jerks. Oh, that's annoying. So, LA Knight with the victory. Uh, it'll probably be Dexter Loomis. What? Does that guy even wrestle or just stare hard at you? <laughs> it's creepy when he crawls across the mat and he just gets his face right in the camera. I'm like, God, fuck. <laughs> it's like that it's Tinder like, picture you posted of you just looking yeah, wide-eyed yeah, into the camera. Like, this is my Dexter Loomis. Oh, <laughs> copyright infringement. Uh, following up uh, after that NXT Tag Team Championship, which of course 
were vacated due to an injury, uh, of course, with Danny oh, Birch there and Oni Lorkin. My phone is yelling at me because it's getting rained on. I'll be back. Uh-oh. Uh, MSK, Grizzled Young Veterans, a personal favorite of mine, and Legato del Fantasmo will all vie for the newly vacant NXT Tag Team Championship. Uh, this would have been great as a ladder match, but uh, this could be damn well interesting. Of course, MSK and Grizzly Young Vets having a wonderful Dusty Classic finals uh, just at the last NXT TakeOver show. So add uh, some luchadors in the mix, and it should be pretty exciting. I can call it luchadors because I'm Mexican. Next up, our first double dose of Walter this WrestleMania week. NXT United Kingdom Championship, Walter defending the strap against Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, All of a sudden, Walter just came out a few weeks back, surprised all, and hopefully makes NXT watchable again as he just laid the beat down and the chops to Tommaso Ciampa. Of course, the history being there with Ciampa's new tag team partner, of course, formerly of the wonderful faction, Arinkampf. Uh, Timothy Thatcher. Uh, it'll be interesting, you know, to kind of see where that plays into the realm of Imperium. But uh, I cannot wait for that reunion to come down, you know, sooner rather than later. But this should be a pretty damn good match. As I posed the question when Walter made his uh, surprise appearance on NXT on if he's excited for this uh, matchup, he said maybe three or four years ago. And sadly, I kind of agree, but Ciampa, the psycho killer himself, could make a good comeback and and a great showing against Walter. Uh, But, of course, the main event, the NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai defending against Raquel Raquel Gonzalez, formerly known as, uh, God, what was her gimmick before? Doesn't matter. Uh, But Shirai... He's been calling out Gonzalez, you know, quite some time here. Of course, you know, Io Shirai taking on, uh, you know, Dakota Kai, who is Raquel Gonzalez's tag team partner. You know, of course, uh, you know, Tony Storm being thrown into the mix there as well. Uh, but I'm all about, uh, you know, what Raquel Gonzalez has been doing, especially with her union with Dakota Kai as uh, the winners of the Dusty Rhodes tag team classic there back at the last takeover. But uh, this should be pretty damn interesting due to the fact that, you know, we've always said Gonzalez, you know, over the last three, four years. Hell, I remember seeing her as Reina Gonzalez. There we go. uh, At a house, NXT house show in like St. Petersburg, Florida, just randomly. But fun fact, uh, that was uh, Ricochet's first night at NXT as he was just videotaping in the back. And I had the goal to go up and say, hey, congrats, on your signing, but I'm sure he's not feeling uh, too happy about that as of late. But Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez, of course, you know, the big uh, the big mommy cool, as I like to say, since I kind of have her and Dakota Kai a la 1996 Diesel and Shawn Michaels. So this could be very interesting. I kind of sense, depending on what they want to do on the main roster, but it's always time for call-ups. And Io Shirai could definitely have that time uh, to expand the women's roster uh, up on Mondays or Fridays. And I think Raquel Gonzalez could have a, a mighty, mighty big reign, you know, being that, that big monster heel that hopefully doesn't have people. But uh, this could be a banger of a match and definitely could uh, shock some people 
if a new NXT Women's Champion is crowned. Uh, but coming up on night two here again, Thursday, April 8th, only exclusively on the Peacock app. Of course, uh, this uh, round having uh, five matches, the NXT NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, since Jordan Devlin never lost it before, of course, the pandemic and, you know, of course, the... the uh, the, the movement that kind of happened around Brit Rest, you know, of, of, of 2020 as well. Uh, it looks like everything is A-OK since he kind of challenged Santos Escobar and said, I never lost my Cruiserweight Championship. I am here to vie and fight for it. So it should be a pretty damn good match since Jordan Devlin never never fails to deliver and Santos Escobar definitely an up and comer here. Uh you know, has his his luchador pass, but should be good, especially after winning uh the tournament to to get the then vacant NXT cruiserweight belts there. But uh I could I could say this could be very damn good, especially when it's a ladder match. So expect some crazy, crazy shit to start off night two there. NXT women's tag team championships Shati Blackheart and Ember Moon, what? Defending against The Way, uh, which is, of course, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. So this could be, you know, of course, a rematch from the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. That just happened. So, of course, I sense a new champions as heel is always the way to go. Johnny Gargano will defend his NXT North American Championship against the winner of the... Uh, night one uh, turmoil gauntlet, you know, gimmick match that they have. Uh, Ryan is thinking uh, Dexter Loomis. I'm thinking it's either going to be either Cameron Grimes, maybe Cameron Grimes, that'll be, but maybe give some love to Isaiah Swerve Scott because that could be a banger of a match. Sorry, Leanna Ruff, but we've seen you in in Gargano quite a few times already this year. But of course, the big, big final two. The unsanctioned match, I think the seventh unsanctioned match within a two-week radius, it seems like, in all the world of professional wrestling. But albeit uh, it was a very sad day when the Undisputed Era were unfortunately kicked out of the faction world as Adam Cole turned on his stable mates, but of course Kyle O'Reilly, especially having that wonderful singles run as he was going for Finn Balor at NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. Uh, but of course, you know, the, the kick heard around the world uh, definitely did not uh, surprise too many, but especially with Adam Cole trying to break out. Uh, and depending things again on the call-ups, which of course Adam Cole would be greatly appreciated on any TV programming as he made the era go boom. Uh, I expect nothing uh, if not one of the top matches of all of WWE and NXT programming for the whole week, uh, especially when it's unsanctioned, especially with the history that these guys have, of course, from ROH to fighting at the Tokyo Dome, you know, and then, of course, uh, taking over NXT over the last couple of years. This can be good if given time, which, of course, you know, they, they definitely will be. Uh, this will be a hard banging matchup that hopefully no injuries will be sustained, but we could definitely will feel the emotions and your main event, the NXT championship, the man who never truly did lose the title, but unfortunately went the way of Finn Balor and got injured 
right away. Uh, well, you know, the, you could say that for the inaugural Universal Champion, like Finn Balor was after SummerSlam, getting hurt within a match. Karrion Cross kind of followed that same suit after winning the NXT Championship. And then after Balor regaining the NXT Championship, gets that broken jaw and uh, was definitely hurt and out for about a month or so. But Cross was a guy, you know, the up-and-comer, of course, on the indie scene known as Killer Cross, getting a lot of hype. I've still yet to see, you know a bevy of matches to give a, a formal opinion on Karrion Cross. Of course, he has the wonderful Scarlet Bordeaux, you know, along with him there who could play a factor into this match. But depending on what they want to do with Balor and, you know, if they want to punish him, not punish for the broken jaw, but if they just want to say, hey, we want to go this route and see how Cross looks, or maybe this is a way to get Cross on your Mondays or Fridays. So this could be an an interesting matchup, uh, barring hopefully no one gets injured. Hopefully this would be hard-hitting and truly breathtaking to end night two of NXT Stand and Deliver. So with the WWE, of course, uh, starting WrestleMania week uh, tonight, actually, on the Peacock channel with the Hall of Fame 2020 2021, which is a bonkers to even think about, but having a, both shows, I believe both 90 minutes apiece there to kind of showcase the, the honorees there, uh, you know, that starts. And of course, NXT going night one and night two. But what the crazier thing is not only the night one matchup of, of Walter defending his NXT UK championship, but NXT UK having an event called Prelude which a prelude to Mania a prelude to Stand and Deliver or prelude to any other event that was supposed to be held I believe in Scotland that was teased a year or so back Um, it looks like that they will have their you know kind of fun takeover style special again entitled Prelude so this should be interesting where it comes to which I'm excited for, to be honest with you, that I believe we have the tag match of one Millie McKenzie, who I love to see in her grow in progress, and one of the legends in all of wrestling, men or women, Miko Satomura, will take on Isla Dawn and Kaylee Ray, which could be a banger of a tag match. Of course, this getting Millie McKenzie a NXT UK Women's Championship match against Kaylee Ray down the line. Um, and then also we will have, so, you know, again, Miko Sakamura uh, is, is going to be insane to watch. Um, and then let's see here. God, there's only three matches for this card. That is insane. But you know what's not insane uh, you know, kind of going in the route of of Jordan Devlin, we see the return of Tyler Bates as he will take on Noam Dar for the NXT UK Heritage Cup number one contenders match. Of course, Dar, you know, getting a little bit more uh, time uh, otherwise out of 205 Live back to the NXT UK as he made his re-debut a few, uh, 
few NXT UK takeovers back. It's probably from the first or second one there, but uh, it's good to see Tyler Bates back into the ring. Uh, hopefully she is good to go, which I, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see. And of course, the main event, some guy I've never seen, uh, but looks like if, if I tanned, I would look like Rampage Brown. And it looks like he is the guy who is trying to take the NXT UK championship against Walter. So, uh, you know, should be some pretty easy watching. Maybe they'll have a surprise match or two, you know, kind of added on to that NXT UK prelude. But, you know, it looks like the NXT brands, of course, UK included, they have nine, 12 matches, which are still two less than WrestleMania over, uh, you know, leading into the weekend. And what did I say? Like six matches less than WrestleMania 35, the last big event within the crowd. But I think the crowd will make a big, big fire is out. Should be a couple more minutes. But what's nice about, um, about WrestleMania this year is again, they are getting the crowd back at, uh, at Tampa, you know, I believe in seating pods. So it should be interesting, interesting to kind of see the structure there. Uh, but it'll be good to kind of see and hear fans as we saw at the Texas Rangers game the other day, uh, a sold out crowd there, of course, with social distancing plans, I'm sure still intact, but there you have it. WrestleMania week, officially on the Peacock Network. Uh, it'll be interesting, you know, kind of what, what surprises, you know, kind of come up, uh, you know, or if it's going to be the same old ish since we kind of said. Vince just, he doesn't care about matches, the superstar, or what have you. It's just more so the brand of WrestleMania itself. And that's where we would have cued a WrestleMania song. But there we have it. I mean, uh, you, NXT can, can definitely get back into the heyday of, you know, two, three years ago where every event was a banger. But I, like I always say, show in and show out, the falsies it just seems to be taking the matches out where we just become, you know, desensitized to, you know, a, a pinfall nowadays where, you know, if I see a, a instant quick fall, you know, in, in Puro, I'm just like, wait, what, what, what are they doing to go back to this throwback idea of how you win a match? But uh, I think if they keep the falsies and, and, you know, not needing every match to be a five-star banger with NXT, I think if they get back to that groove, of, you know, just wrestling, you know, for the American fans, actual wrestling and not your sports entertainment. I think they can get back within the good graces, especially on their move to Tuesday nights. And again, that would have been a fun sounder. But as we await Ryan to come back here, which it looks like his building should be okay. He moved to a nice building, and yet they're having fires. That, that doesn't make any sense. But, uh, you know, it doesn't make sense. All Japan Pro Wrestling, of course, Champion Carnival 2021 will be heading on this weekend as well, which will make a wonderful array of wrestling for us. Maybe give us a breather from what Vince McMahon wants to watch and wants us to love uh, as we will have. Again, different this year. They're going to have 10 wrestlers, one block, a few wrestlers from a few different companies 
But we have the Triple Crown Champion, Suwama. Sorry, I did not do it justice. But uh, him, of course, will be seeking out his next challenger, depending on if he wins or whoever does win the Champion Carnival. Uh, could it be Zeus, who's half All-Asia tag, t- you know, tag Team Champion? Could it be Kenzo Miyahara, a former GOAT of All Japan, also champion for 367-plus days or, or what have you, whatever record he had, was also one half of the World Tag Team Champions. Shuji Ishikawa, a former tag champion with Suwama and, of course, part of the Violent Giants, as we all found out that Violence definitely went the Ishikawa route, as we saw with that wonderful death match with Jun Kasai just a few weeks back here. Jake Lee, which, you know, is definitely cooks in my, uh, you know, pick, you know, to kind of win since, you know, he's kind of had that main streak since he's now a part of a new faction because, hey, Maybe that's going to be the fall sea of 2021 is faction on faction on faction. But I forgot which one that they're called, the pinnacle, the outlook, the upward, what have you. I'm sure Ryan will let us know within a few minutes. But Yuma Ayagi uh, making his champion carnival return again, the other half of the world tag team champions, along with Kento Miyahara, uh, will also vie to get a shot at Suwama. Shotaro Shino which, of course, got kicked out of Infants Terribles, which was a great faction uh, that kind of started within, uh, you know, kind of kick-started All Japan, you know, kind of in a way when they made their presence felt during the pandemic era. All Japan shows in mid-2020 there. Now, of course, being a face could be interesting, but unfortunately has already lost two title defenses against Suwama. So it's just like, what's the point? But we shall see if he does any damage here uh, you know, within this one block tournament, uh, Koji Doi, if Ryan was here, he'd probably say going through this whole history of Koji Doi, but Kohei Sato and Shinjiro Otani of Zero One, which he uh, has not competed in an all Japan ring since 2011. So he's going the edge route, the 10 year mark here. So that's why, again, if Ryan was here, I would ask, oh, Shinjiro Otani. Should and will win the Champion Carnival 2021. But this could be an interesting you know, block. All Japan, you know, we've stated in the uh, in the past, you know, that, you know, the lack of depth, you know, especially, you know, now with the travel, you know, opening up a little bit. But, of course, with the quarantining, you know, still in effect for, for travelers, you know, not just in wrestling, but just, you know, in, in general, uh, you know, I'm sure put a damper onto this lineup here, but I'd say a pretty solid lineup to, to be honest with you. But unfortunately it's just the same old, same olds, which we could probably count out Sato Otani and Koji Doi. But if I had to make a guess, you know, as Ryan and I have talked, you know, on and off the air here, uh, we, we definitely are hoping Jake Lee, but again, Jake Lee's also in that spot where, you know, he's lost, uh, you know, going into Suwama. So I think the only person that can beat Suwama is Suwama because it's definitely not the booker, which I guess could be. So if we see Shuji Ishikawa kind of, you know, get a little bit more hair on his chest since having that wonderful death match uh, just a few weeks back. And maybe that is what we see, a violent giant versus violent giant. But 
could be interesting to say the least here. You know, Champion Carnival, again, it's always something that we look forward to. Uh, tournaments uh, I've been a fan of ever since the, the King of the Ring as a kid. But definitely in the Puro Riso world, it's it's something that <laughs> that is definitely uh, something that they, I mean, especially with the house shows, the amount of house shows that they do. Um, oh, my God. They have the Champion Carnival since 1978. That makes no sense to me. Holy moly. Oh, Zeus won it last year. That's that's pretty damn interesting. But it'll be, you know, a, a kind of uh, all in to kind of see who they have. But again, the Champion Carnival will take place April 9th and will end on May 3rd. So it could be interesting to say the least. I'm getting attachments. What's happening? But also, if it wasn't for WrestleMania weekend, Game Changer Wrestling is having The Collective, their three-night, 12 events, events, you know, if you will. Uh, This should be some pretty, pretty damn good matchups, you know, not matchups, so I should say cards. You know, of course, they they will have not, unfortunately, Joey Janela's spring break, but of course, the remix to a spring break here. So, um, power of the stash. That's funny. Uh, so it'll be interesting to kind of see what they have, but I will let you know what they will be running. Of course, we have Jimmy Lloyd's degeneration F for the culture, Josh Barnett's blood sport, which is going to be awesome. A lot of rumors with, uh, Davey boy, Smith, Jr., Harry Smith uh, inducting his dad into the Hall of Fame. Of course, he's one of the the big free agents still out there in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, you know, of course, him and Lance Archer teamed up a part of Suzuki Goon back in the day for New Japan. He's made some MLW appearances and, and what have you. But with him not being, and he's been a, a, a featured person on the Bloodsport cards as well, uh, but with his name being conspicuously absent, I don't thought, uh-oh, he's WWE bound. Looks like uh, that might not be the case as he was just added a few days ago to Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 6. So could be could be pretty damn cool. Um, yeah, Fight TV, I don't know what they have, but they got nothing for matchups. But again, uh, GCWRSP ring break of course Ricky Shane Page kind of taking that over from Joey Janela also Alley Cat's real hot girl shit which will be a, a fun show Alex Colon's Planet Death which is going to be I'm sure death match on death match and then the Acid Cup running a few nights as well so I mean you got the big bundle you're going to of course get that on Fight TV for $139.99 of course who doesn't want to see Effie's Big Gay Brunch and, of course, again, for the culture, no peace on the ground, shallow graves. Mansa Warner looks insane in that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's, this could be pretty damn cool. We got uh, VXS uh, Lucid Dreams, which Leo Rush is uh, shown, you know, on the poster for that. So, uh, you know, definitely, again, you know, I'm sure you couldn't get all the talent that you wanted to get uh, coming in the WrestleMania weekend uh, especially with being, you know, one of the, the first events with crowds. 
But, you know, I'm sure we'll have a surprise or two, especially with the spring break. I do miss the spring breaks being two nights. That's for sure. But, of course, uh, Chris Dickinson will take on Joey Janela. Billy Starks will take on Starboy Charlie. And that is, unfortunately, all they have for the lineup for the Ricky Shane Page taking over the spring break, of course, Friday night, April 9th at 8 p.m. So WrestleMania week as, you know, what it was before something that we always look forward to as we talked about a little earlier on of course the butterflies will be there the nerves will be there the excitement hopefully the action will be there alongside in the ring but hey that's why we watch it that's why we analyze it and that's why we love pro wrestling at least we got a little bit of puro risu to go along with all this Vince McMahonism and game changer wrestling. So check us out. We might be doing some random shows depending on what we have seen, uh, you know, especially with takeovers. If we've seen them live, we might be running some stuff over on Thursday night. If not, hopefully Saturday afternoon. Don't forget to check out Ryan on twitch.tv slash WrestleCast radio for pro wrestling summit as he has wonderful a wonderful commentary on a plethora of fantastic matchups, dream matchups. Hell, some matchups that have, are even better to watch than on Mondays or Fridays. But, of course, here the wonderful uh, play-by-play by the technical legend himself. Uh, and then also ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleCast. We have nine different options that you can help support. $19.99. I actually recommend uh, getting the soft unisex tee just for a couple of bucks more. It definitely fits a lot better, but also looks uh, feels comfortable and looks snazzy as I'm getting a lot of compliments on the Boom Shakalaka NBA Jam inspired tee that features the wonderful, beautiful mugs of Ryan and myself. Also, if you want to get in a wonderful shape as I have been uh, getting into uh, the last uh, month or so, go to repsports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com, and then at checkout, use the coupon code WrestleCast. Russell C-A-S-T, again, at repsports.com. You have your, you know, stuff to, to not only, you know, make your brain stronger, but your, your muscles. If you're looking for some weight loss, if you're looking for some healthy snacks, I definitely recommend the G-Pop. Uh, a different intake on energy drinks, a lot healthier. No sugar, no carbs, uh, just that good, good health stuff, a la bang. But these are all the rays. That's for sure, as they had come in multiple, multiple wonderful flavors. Again, save 15% off your order, repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com, WrestleCast. In the coupon code, well, I am Alex. That was Ryan. Hopefully, he's uh, not stopped dropping and rolling in his apartment uh, and new TV. Hopefully, he's insured, but hopefully, it does not go up in flames, unlike the WrestleMania event that appears to be upcoming. So thank you for listening to WrestleCast Radio. We will be back. Enjoy your WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. Your NXT, your Your All Japan. Your New Japan. New Japan. Sorry, I am dripping water right now. (laughs) Man. So you're the true squirt master? I am. Oh, God, the alarm is going off again. I thought they said we're good. I'm not going back. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of covered the the All Japan gimmick there. 
you know, I kind of said we, we were on an agreement that, you know, Jake Lee should be the eventual winner. But, Have you know, kind be. of a quick take. Suwama, he's been champ for well over a year since last March, I want to say. He beat uh, Kenzo Miyahara. So March he's been 23rd of last year. Damn, that's been ingrained in your membrane because you hated it so much. But Suwama, you know, kind of, it's not like his best friend, the Violent Giants, the Booker or anything. But he's beaten every single person that's in this block here, Ryan. Why isn't, you know, a legend, someone who's making an edge-like presence 10 years back in an all-Japan ring? So why can't Shinjiro Otani? get this carnival win oh no no that's gonna be like watching muda we don't want yeah, but that. he's got championship gold that's cool <laughs> i don't want i don't, don't want to see him on my tv like i like otani man he was awesome when he was the first ever the spring WCW break cruiserweight champion in 1996 only to lose it to dean malenko nice you know nice, that was man. 1996, <laughs> and he'd already been going for you know a few years. I just I I don't I don't want it. I don't want it, man, at all. Don't just. But again, is anyone a viable contender? Since again, Suwama has beaten everyone multiple you times. You don't need to overthink this. You 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 have rebirthed Jake Lee. Have him win the damn carnival. Have him look dominant in the carnival, mm-hmm. and then just put the title on him. What what's his gimmicks again? Uh, total Eclipse. Total Eclipse of the heart. Thank you, thank you. I said it was like the pinnacle, the summit, pinnacle summit, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. So did you um, did you? So obviously you did take over. You did. Uh, did you do any of the indie shows? Uh, yes, I kind of went over uh, some of the events. Twelve shows within three nights there. I didn't get too many match options because Fight TV's uh, site didn't really have too much except for Dickinson and uh, Joey Janela at Ricky Shane Page's Spring Break. Yeah, let's not forget, too, that's also uh, Ricky Shane Page, Nick Gage. It's finally happening, title match. See, so, yeah, how did they not put that on the match card? They had some idiots. other random match. Yeah, that's the idiots. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I, I'm all for that. Gonna be, that's going to be what I am really, really looking forward to. Is that going to be I, the feel good moment of the whole week? Do you think it might be? And here's the thing: is too, what if they have Gage lose? Oh man, and they really just write him off of wrestling. <laughs> like, and and Ricky Shane Page is like, I told you, I'm going to win. Oh, I found a spot with match cards for the collective. Very nice. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's. I mean, there's a show that started an hour and a half ago. Pro Wrestling 2.0 Super Show Legends and Heroes. What in the hell? Wait, this, this is the night we get Barnett and Moxley. Is six? Uh yes. Um, um Bloodsport Six is Moxley Barnett. Jesus. And then we also get Schlack. The only match on, on fight, they said, was KZT and Janai Kai. And I'm like, that's all they have announced? But we get Rocky Romero, Chavo Guerrero Jr., uh, Alex Coughlin and Royce Isaacs, Leo Rush and yeah. Yoya. Uh, Simon Grimm. But um, Dickinson and Mercer? 
Holy shit. KTB and Davy Boy. Look at Bad Dude Tito. It's on the card from the Championship Wrestling of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I'm confused is, how are they going to do the schlack? Like, how is the schlack match going to work? Because he's gonna he's gonna have something hidden, right? Well, unless I'm crazy, isn't Super Beast just Schlack with a mask? Yeah. So, so I'm like, how are they gonna do this one? Maybe they they have Jimmy Lloyd be a Super Beast since I mean they're not all that different, minus the a hair. Different, a different boy, Jimmy Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, there's some interesting things on some of these. Some of these shows, though, I mean, for the culture's got Rich Swan and Two Cold Scorpio, Moriarty, mm-hmm. and Leo Rush. That could be good. AJ Gray. That's going to be good. I don't know why that I kind of have a word. Myron Reed, Ken Broadway, Calvin Tankman, and Andy Brown. Ken Broadway, for those of you who don't know, he was the guy who seemed like wrestled nine times on that 24 hour stream. Like every show, I'm like, oh, look, Ken, uh, Ken Broadway's coming to the ring again. He must just be in the back, and he must be like, does anyone want to wrestle? He's like, yeah, I'll wrestle. Would be against any anyone like that who just wants to go out there and just, no, I, think I don't know, whether improve himself? I mean, I don't know too yeah. much about Ken Broadway, but that's getting your licks in. You could change your style with each match. Um, um, uh, AJ Gray, who has been great on these Game Changer shows, Yep. Um, yep. he's wrestling my guy J.D. Drake on oh. Friday. That's going to be cool. At the uh, Action Wrestling and Southern Underground Pros Have Fun Be Sad party. It's got <laughs> Is a, that a Kevin Drew and uh, Dominic Greeny, the workhorseman against uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson, randomly on there. Oh. Um, God, fin- I want to get in that Finley shape. Jeez. Are you going to watch the Alley Cats Real Hot Girl shit? Just so I could see Allison Kay and Jordan Grace? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's the uh, is is Jordan Grace on the show? That's what it says. Oh, I'm seeing one that says Allison Kay's wrestling Faye Jackson, Ooh. and then Faye Jackson also hosting a gray sweatpants battle royal. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this. It's all dudes. That's kind of funny. I love with, it with JTG and Ricky Shane Page in it. <laughs> I just <laughs> How weird is that? that's pretty tight. Acid cup. Was, cup. was that a CZW gimmick? Uh, yeah, it's with Trent Acid. I don't know what that is. He was uh, part of the Backseat Boys with Johnny Cashmere. They were like a huge indie tag team in the 90s. Oh, in the 90s. Wow. Mm-hmm. Respect. Mm-hmm. I just hey, want to know who Treehouse hey. Lee is, but Lee Moriarty is. Is, is he? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's worked the spring break stuff. Oh, yeah, the spring break card. Ricky Shane Page, Nick Gage, Joey Janela, Chris Dickinson, Atticus Kogar, and Masada. That should be violent. Uh, Leo Rush, Jordan <laughs> Oliver, Starboy Charlie, and Billy Starks, Gringo Loco, Black Toros, and Aries versus the Wado Kid, Dragon God, Bane, you hate that first team with so much passion in your heart. No, because the Black Taurus, Gringo Loco, I'm, and Aries. I love Black Taurus. Yeah, but you hate Gringo Loco. I and I kind of deep Loco. down like Gringo Loco. <laughs> Because he can move for a guy, for him looking like that, he shouldn't do some of the moves that he does. Albeit some yeah. of them are botches, but respect. Uh, but I do love uh, Black Toros, that's for sure. Uh, Effie <laughs> versus Gregory Iron in control of Effie's big gay brunch versus being a bitch for a day. Oh, wow. So uh, Gregory Iron might become a bitch. 
There's no cluster this year? No. Yeah, I'm surprised. What? Uh, or is that a work? Special appearance by Virgil. Or is that a work? Maybe maybe it'll just be on Wow. That's like the whole point of spring break is the clusterfuck. Yeah, I was a little confused by that, too. The main event, ringleader Midas and Blaze Lion versus Culture Inc. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Ron Bass Jr.? Holy shit, is that like the son of outlaw Ron Bass from the 80s? Holy moly, Leo Rush is going to get murdered by Loki? Whoa, what is that? The Violence Time Suffering Presents Lucid Dreams at Midnight. Oh, wait a minute. I got to see this one. Jordan Oliver a- and Jimmy Lowy could be good. Pure Rules Match, AJ Gray, Daniel Garcia, Brian Cage versus Chris Dickinson. What I'm night is that? that? Lucha Rules Match, Eli Everfly taking on Russell Castradia's favorite fan with the biggest in the world, Two Cold Scorpio. Tony Deppin and Jack Evans signed me up. And, of course, as I mentioned, Leo Rush taking on low-key. Do you think he's going to take out – do you think Leo Rush is going to take out um, his anger of being stripped without even being told, except reading it on the Internet, of that AAA championship that he beat Laredo Kid for? And then he said, no, Laredo. Kids still champ. I love the Rockers winning the tag team championships and saying, hey, I didn't nah, hear that, that never happened. Huh? I didn't hear about that. That sucks. Oh, yeah. He found that on the internet like everyone else did. So maybe Low Key might be the one for the first time uh, to take a beating. What are your thoughts? I don't know. Key's a pretty badass dude. <laughs> on your I, best day, do you think you can go toe to toe with Low Key? No. <laughs> no. No. There's a there's no piece underground is running Sue Young versus G Raver. That could be fun. That's uh, interesting. There's Planet a, Yeah, did you see this other thing? Date and time Saturday, Saturday April tenth. Are you ready for this? It's called Rose All Day Pool Ooh. Party. So it's in Tampa. You get a pool party with Brooke Hogan, Brooke Adams, Layla. If you remember Layla. Mm-hmm. Uh, Selena Del Renta and Loki. What? And a DJ set done by Brooks' brother Nick Hogan. Twenty-one oh, years or older. I need at the door. It's from noon to sunset on Saturday. <sighs> so you'd have to sacrifice seeing real hot girl shit for that one. <sighs> but I, I would I would attend a pool party with Layla. Not not Brooke Hogan? No. She got too big of a jaw. <laughs> but what well, is Loki to be fair, there? Macking on Brooke Hogan. Let's Learning see. how to spin the ones and twos and, and how to, you know, <laughs> paralyze people from, from Nick Hogan. Oh Allegedly. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. And, there's, there's, and then uh, let's not forget... Um, GCW, we run this town. Running, the uh, running after the uh, the DFW All Pro versus the World that has Jacob Fatu versus Loki. That could be tight. What um, what night is that? Uh, this is uh, what day is this? This is Saturday, I think. Uh, but this also 
the show also, the GCW, we run this town. Are you ready for this? EC3 versus Moose is on it. So is, wow. so is uh, Renee Michelle versus Missa Kate. For the GCW Women's Championship, which you might go, they have a women's championship. Uh, Queen Aminata <laughs> taking on Rache Chanel. The GCW tag titles on the line. I bet you're going, oh, I didn't know they had a tag division. Culture Inc. taking on Stone and Stone. In women's action, Genocide, if you get it, J-E-N-N-A side, versus Willow Nightingale. Timothy Lou Retton versus Mr. Grimm. The Dynasty, Alex Hammerstone and Richard Holiday taking on the Devil's Doorman. And for the GCW World Championship, no, it's not Ricky Shane Page and Nick Gage. It's Uh Chuckles the Clown versus Stung Marshall. What the hell? Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is not game-changer wrestling, but this is another GCW that's literally running (laughs) WrestleMania weekend. How pissed would you be if you ordered or got tickets for that? (laughs) If, like, if, if, if this get... was like Alex circa like 2012, like, hey, the GCW thing we watch, hey, I got tickets, or hey, I ordered the $80 event. And you're like, yeah. And then Randy Orton's holding the championship at the end of Night of Champions. <laughs> That's the I first be... thing we see. <laughs> I'd be... This also has Mecha Wolf versus Wolfie Tyler versus Remy Marcel. Why couldn't they all be wolf names? They already had two out of the three. Just damn, change the last guy's name to... <laughs> Wolfie check or something. Storm Thomas versus Shug D. Mike Bennett versus Casey Navarro. Kira Hogan versus Sky Blue is the rest of the card. But yeah, I would I'd be like Dude, you're gonna you're gonna be shocked at how over this guy Nick Gage is with with how bad they're gonna want him to kill Ricky Shane Page. And the mm. title match is gonna happen and we're gonna see a guy named Chuckles the Clown come out. I would just you go, what the fuck do you order? Probably kick me in the in the dick. I'd turn into Loki. <laughs> and be like, oh no! You're about the same size, five seven. I I would stop and be like, this is the last moment of your life, <laughs> and then kick you in the head or something. <laughs> At the Pile Driver Pro, once upon a time we blew the budget. Has uh, Batman Pondo taking on Zach Monstar? What? I don't know. Some of these names, I couldn't tell you who they are. I wonder if Time of TV is showing this one event that's... Uh, oh, shit, I said the, the website. Oh, they're showing the uh, the Hall of Fame. There's a Hall of Fame tonight. AEW is holding the House of Wins, their unofficial, official, unofficial house show that they're running during Mania Weekend, which, again, Cody said no, the WWE's weekend, uh, but of course, appearances by an inaction Orange Cassidy, Jake Cargill, uh, will of course get the pinnacle taking on Jurassic Express and Dante Martin at top flight. Which, again, how can you take the pinnacle seriously after they got their asses murdered and you know, faces in toilets and bashed through Pepsi machines? Uh, then of course. We get Cody Rhodes and Aaron Solo. I don't even know what an Aaron Solo is, but we get Aaron, Aaron Solo is one of the uh, one of the QT Marshall guys. Oh, I can give two shits, but I will enjoy Eddie Kingston and Cesar Bonani. Eh, maybe not. Uh, AEW Women's Champion Hokara Shida Te Conti and Red Velvet taking on Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, and the Bunny. Twelve Man Battle Royal for TNT Title Shot. Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, Ricky Starks, 
Ethan Page, The Butcher, The Blade, Dustin Rhodes, Austin Gunn, Colton Gunn, Dark Orders 10, Cole Cabana, and of course, previous guy who took the ring of Sonic the Hedgehog, Scorpio Sky, just to lose his damn opportunity. Two days later, after making it a feel-good spot just to turn evil, to team with Ethan Page, just because creative has nothing else for them. Ryan, who do you got? I don't know. TNT champion Darby Allen to be determined because he will face one of those guys, which we damn know, uh, damn sure know uh, that Darby Allen will retain AW World Champion Kenny Omega T-shirt. Kenny in attendance as he will wear his Michael Nakazawa T-shirt to take on the Seidel brothers. What? There's more than two. Uh, AW Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, and Brandon Cutler. The only time he will main event ever taking on Death Triangle, Penta El Zero, Miero, and Ray Phoenix. No Laredo Kid unless Pac is stuck in England. Ryan, what do you think of this uh, unofficial, official, unofficial house show from AEW? It's a house show. I mean, it's pretty much what it is. It's it's uh and it's fine. I think it's fun. But I don't think anything crazy is gonna happen. Like I don't think they're gonna try to like base angles off of it or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so when we get the Nightmare Family Championship, which you know it's gonna come at, to a head with this, with this QT Marshall feud, it's gonna we're gonna uh, get a uh, Nightmare uh, Family uh, uh, Championship belt because Cody Rhodes isn't Triple H at all. Um, is he going to uh, basically then bring out the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship? He's gonna he's gonna come in there, and after after Since like it's a the exact same logo, adrenaline in my zone. Then he'll bring out the title. <laughs> First thing I'm gonna play the music, and then he'll come wow. through the gate a little because he comes up, you know, he gets his own entrance. Honestly, if I would have came into town, I would have said, hey, let's go eat at restaurants instead of watching wrestling. (laughs) No way. We got to see spring break. And then I would have been your wingman. That's tight. Look, I decided um, I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but Alex, I think we should skip purchasing all of these indie shows and just randomly see if we, uh, you know, if they show up on some random channel or something. I think we should save that money from getting these shows and go to Warrior Wrestling. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic idea. I already did all the plugs. Like I said uh, earlier, we might be showing up randomly on a Saturday afternoon, talk some NXT, maybe talk some uh, formerly known as uh, Joey Gentle's Spring Break. But be on the lookout. We might do a random Twitch or a show. On the lookout. If you're on Apple, subscribe, download. Uh, also, review the show five stars or higher. Get that algorithm up. We got to break that top 100 wrestling podcast. Of course, you have to search Strong Style Media in order to get to WrestleCast Radio, uh, which, Ryan, we got to figure out how we could change that. Um, and then also uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Radio tune in wherever. Just type in strong style media into your Google 
search boxes and it will lead you where to download and subscribe. Um, also, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleCast. Nine different options, $19.99 a piece. Don't forget Friday Night Pro Wrestling Summit, twitch.tv slash WrestleCast Radio. And if you want to get big and strong like Ryan there, go to RepSports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Use the coupon promo WrestleCast at checkout to save 15%. Not going to lie, my arms feel good, my shoulders feel good, and that's just after a month utilizing the wonderful product over at Rep Sports. Good God, what was that? Are you okay? I, I am, uh, doctor says I need a back of enemy. Alex, well, I, I Jazz would, I is would, taking uh, on Deanna Parazzo. That'd be cool. I, I, um, I do want to say that this, it's a test, a test run because I have no idea what's the amount of time that we all have in our lives and especially my life and um, things like that with, with me trying to maybe stream a second night uh, just because I have to talk it at least once uh, tomorrow night 9.30 p.m. we will be having whether it's just an impromptu or it's something I try to keep going but Alex Sportscast Radio will be back tomorrow night 9.30 what? talking the NFL draft, all draft for two hours. How was I not invited when I'm one of the inaugural hosts? I'm not inviting any of you assholes to a draft thing with you guys taking Laramie Tunsil nine times in the same draft. Between to be the same fair, I was very Laramie Tunsil. And that was a hella good radio. <laughs> this, okay, that was so, hella good radio. <laughs> I was, I was, oh yeah, no, like I said, when I looked back at it, I thought it was great. But at the time, like, I was... <laughs> Oh God, I was so bad. I I was gritting my teeth and I was flexing my hands and I was rubbing them together like an eighty <laughs> villain, you know. No, we so uh I was I was talking with talking with a buddy and he's he's like, What's your mock draft? And I and I was like, Well, I, I don't fully have like I like I have an idea. And he gave me this awesome website. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll get the website. Um if people like doing mock drafts and I made my mock draft and then he made one and then we kind of went over our mocks and talked about who was where. And, you know, he had a couple late first round picks that I thought were really good. And, you know, there's a couple guys he talked about that I didn't know about. I brought up a couple names, And then I was like, damn, I was like, you want to just come on? Yeah. I was like, do you want to just, just for one night? I know you'll probably be uncomfortable with it, but do you want to just come and we'll do one night of radio and just do a draft, just talk draft. And if we click and it works, Maybe we just do like every week until the draft and then we do a mock draft the day before the draft and then just call it. Cause he doesn't watch baseball at all. He, he can talk a little basketball and some hockey, but it's, you know, it's it just, you know, I can't talk everything I want to talk. So it is what it is. Not a part, not yeah. a big deal, but he's like, I would love to do it. I'd probably be awful at it. I'm like, yeah, but I'll get you comfortable. So yeah. got on the horn, Garrett Ballard from uh, with the first pick.com. Uh, the nice. draft site on fan site and we'll be on at 10 o'clock tomorrow talking uh 10 to 10 30 uh but yeah 9 30 we'll be on doing a intro kind of describe the reboot idea have some random banner uh that first quarter hour we're going to just go straight into all the wild quarterback rumors and thoughts especially with darnell getting traded 10 to 10 30 like i said we will have garrett uh ballard on he's at nfl ballard on twitter uh talking for a half hour maybe longer uh, 10:30 to 11, uh, that that quarter three, 
We'll bring in all the trades, talk Jets getting uh, with, uh, with Darnold, Niners and Dolphins trade, the Lions and the Rams. And then uh, from kind Wait, of the last what? Order, when did all this trade shit happen? Yeah, uh, Jack, uh, Zach, or Zach, Sam Darnold went to the Panthers yesterday for a sixth this year and a second and fourth next year. So the Jets now at two are probably taking a quarterback. So the Bears could have got Russell Wilson weeks ago within that three or four team trade. Probably. That was rumored. They really would have tried hard. But yet we got fucking Andy Dalton. <laughs> we can't even make a run at Garoppolo because we got Andy fucking Dalton. And, and you guys could have just had Andy Dalton last year instead of paying Sam yeah, Nick Foles. for like $7 million cheaper. <laughs> so that, and then obviously with the Goff Stafford trade. That's why I don't watch that. sports anymore because Chicago <laughs> irritates the piss out of me. See, so I, I figure there's no point of wasting your time to do a mock draft. Um, and then uh, quarter four, the last half hour or so of the show, we are going to do our round-by-round round, uh, mock draft 1.0. Um, try to, you know, try to keep the banner to a minimum more kind of go, you know, minute by minute, pick by pick and give you who we think is going to all 32 teams. So it's going to be fun just talking some, some draft and gets us, Hey, three days in a row on, on the, on the channel. So a little more content for us. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's, a, if it's actually going to go anywhere, but I just, like you said, I got the juices flowing and I was like, God oh, damn it. Let's let's just do a draft show. Let's just talk draft. I'll get us a guest. It'll make it easier. You can kind of get comfortable alternating with me questions. And you'll have fun. And if we go great, we're one and done, fantastic. So that's at 9.30 tomorrow. Same channel here. Same channel? Same, same media network. <laughs> same strong media network. <laughs> with a little bit, little bit different of a style. There you go. But strong <laughs> can you, style, right? Can you think, you know, if you think about this, our, like my fifth show or whatever was WrestleMania, and it was us talking, and we were all excited in that corner bedroom. Yeah. And, you know, six years later now at this point, because that was 2015, um, we're like, oh, God, WrestleMania. <laughs> that was really like, six years ago? Yeah, it was uh, 2015, March of 2015. When did we start doing sportscasts? Uh, the first sportscast was Valentine's Day of 2015 when I did the uh, the dra- or the the dunk contest with Levine and uh, Gordon. That was that like 22 minute show where I sniffed the whole time. Yeah. Wow. And then your first show I think was the WrestleMania show, like my fourth show. That was really the first show, huh? Mm-hmm. Because I did that one, and then I did another one. I did, like, two more, and then I had Tommy Lita on. Yeah, those like draft specials guy. were so much fun. Because it would lead – actually, just the NFL preview shows, because it was a different team. We had 32 teams, yeah, different writers, and it was that awesome. That was awesome. Because we, we do two teams a show, and we mm-hmm. got it done in 16 weeks. And each yep. week we would do um, our predictions for the – for that week of football. Laramie Tunsil, always <laughs> and forever. Hey, hey, who's who's to say who's to say we don't keep this up and you know, we get a two, three, four man team going again and get somebody. No, I I, I hate anything more than three. 
just like wrestling. It should it should never be three. Well, I meant like one person would talk hockey, one would talk baseball, one could talk football. Like, not like four people at the exact same time. Yeah, I'm talking like, hey, you know, here comes you know Hagberg to talk NBA. Oh, I remember that guy. Yeah, you know things like that. I, I, I want I don't want to turn into shitty K fan. What's wrong with shit? Were what K fan for were, life? Were they are there arguing them that meat sauce guys like I don't understand this. <laughs> I like Does that the guy still do that. Whalers. Probably. The Hartford Whalers. That guy sucks butthole. But that that was that was I just wanted to, I just wanted to put that out there that uh. We're talking to NFL tomorrow, some draft, and I'm really excited too because I, I've been I've been jonesing for this draft, man. <laughs> Whoa, jonesing! Oh, yeah. yeah, hell yeah, man! I I think there's a good chance the Vikings are going to get Elijah Vera Tucker, and mm-hmm. I'm really excited to get an actual like should be a stud tackle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so that's what you need. We, we used to have uh, one of their stud tackles coming to our Toys R Us uh, quite a bit in, in good old Hutchinson. So <laughs> I just uh, I, I'm, I'm sick of uh, Cousins getting crapped on because he has two and a half seconds to throw a football like it's his fault. Like he's got to go, hot, one be two be, and he's got to get rid of the ball. It's like, well, that's fine. <laughs> <time." laughs> you, you go and do a better job, Mr. Hey, Mr. he posed the question that he didn't realize would go against himself. And I think you should play that sounder in three, two, one. You like that? You like that? <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow night. We'll see you uh, later on this week with some more WrestleCast Radio again. Don't forget to check out the relaunch, rebirth, renaissance of SportsCast Radio. But of course, Russell Cast is where it's at. Take that, yeah, new co-host for Ryan. So I'm flicking <laughs> off the microphone. <laughs> It'll be tight. He ain't going to say Larry Tunsil nine times. Bison. Damn. We'll see you tomorrow night.